Hey everyone, it is Bryson here. Welcome back to another episode of Title Talk. I'm here with my good pal at LBNFL on Twitter, and we're going to be getting into Antonio Brown's lawsuit situation with the Patriots and also various other situations, our takes on the Antonio Brown situation, other topics, and some information we may have on Antonio Brown's status with the Patriots going forward here. What's going on, my man, LB? Well... I think the whole the whole thing, like you said, you know, it's it sucks sometimes because it's like it feels like, you know, as Patriots fans, we're often on the defense and we're often, you know, having to defend some some type of crazy story. Um, you know, it's one of those things where it's kind of a sensitive topic, so it's like you don't want to like go crazy about it and you don't want to like, you know, say too much, but. The whole thing kind of smells, um, and I mean, it's just it's just a crazy situation. Like you said, you know, they, they brought in Brown, um, and he, he comes with, like you said, he comes with some quirks. You know, he comes with a lot of a lot of different things about him. You know, I've I've had feelings about Antonio Brown now for quite some time, where I truthfully never liked a lot of his antics in Pittsburgh. I didn't like how you know, like, did score a touchdown, he would be mad that it wasn't him, and and different things like that, but. You know, I never thought of him as the type of guy who would, you know, do this type of crazy stuff. You know, he does have kids. He has five kids. Um, you know, uh, of course, you know, anybody can have kids and do horrible things in this world. But the whole thing, in my opinion, it's it kind of smells like I know that you you probably have a lot of things that you want to hit on on it that we can kind of, you know, talk about more. But. I'd say right now, you know, the Patriots said that they stand with them, they support them. Um, so I guess that's kind of the stance that we all kind of have to take. And, you know, and I've said all along, and I'll let you speak one second, I've kind of said all along, I felt like this was kind of a one-year thing with Antonio. Um, I just don't really see this going into a second year. I mean, maybe it does. Maybe maybe they stand with him and he appreciates it and he truly changes as a man. This, this might be a, a life-changing thing for him in, in a lot of ways, and it could actually be a – in some ways, it could be a, a really good growing experience for him as well, where maybe he can really grow up and learn from this and, you know, just realize that you always have to be cautious of who you're around and how you act and the way and the things that you do. Um, so we'll see where it goes. You know, I, I hope that he can play. I hope that, you know, he's innocent and I hope that these things aren't true. And I hope he has a great year for the Patriots, man. I think that's kind of what we all want, right? Absolutely, LB. I think we are. Well, just you and I and then the rest of the Patriots fans, because everyone else wants A.B. to be locked up and thrown in prison, as well as Tom Brady for PSI footballs. So We we literally had a guy once say to us that Brady could be in prison for lying or something like that. Like on Twitter, he said, it's, it's, it's insanity. <laughs> it, yeah, it really is. Uh, the big thing for me, A.B., is this, is I think um, when you have situations like this, you said it's very sensitive, it is. Uh, I don't want to hurt anyone's feelings or anything like that. And I'm generally like kind of how I did with the Tyreek Hill thing, just kind of step back from it. And the thing that, that we do now that's kind of dumb, in my opinion, is we're we're so fast to just like agree with someone so fast or like disagree with someone so fast when there's it's just it's not that simple as, well, you know, he's right or she's right or this happened. You know, this is a very fluid situation. Information is coming out. LB and I sort of have the hands, the weights of Lady Justice in our hands or what we think is right and wrong. And um, 
I think what we kind of do here is just kind of step back and just take the facts as they are objectively and then just kind of um, make our opinions from that because LB, I'm pretty sure if, if Antonio Brown is guilty of this stuff, you and I would be on here and we would say, cut him now. Um, this is really bad. But also in the, in, in the other light, there's, you know, there's many people who want the girl to be right. There's many people who want Antonio Brown to be right. And, and I mean, I personally would like to know that someone uh, wasn't sexually assaulted. And I would like for there to be evidence to say that someone did do this. And I wouldn't feel good about falsely accusing Antonio about of something he didn't do. And also, but I also wouldn't feel good of accusing this girl of lying when maybe she isn't lying. So I'm just going to like, when we go through down all this stuff, I'm not, I'm, I'm really not coming through a conclusion. I'm just trying to work through this out rationally in my brain with the rest of you as you are. And I think that's what we should do. And we shouldn't just like, since we're Patriots fans, just like try to own this girl or like anything like that. Just try to get down to the truth and figure out it. It, it, it is, it is what it is and just figure it out. And I think the good way to start there will be talk a little bit too much, but let's start with the Patriots. The Patriots sign and Antonio Brown. I think it was Saturday night, Saturday evening, whatever it was. So this situation, Drew Rosenhaus goes on television, and he says that essentially they knew it was coming. They had a statement prepared, a very long, well-organized statement. Um, they're, they're apparently ready to file a countersuit, and that will happen in person. And the, the girls allegedly suing for $75,000. i am not sure what Antonio Brown's countersuing for, but... Antonio Brown and Drew Rosenhaus are very confident that, that they did not do this. And it would be my opinion that the Patriots are a team that are just LB knows. Everyone knows that's listening to this podcast. The Patriots know the Bengals' fifth hole guy on kickoff. The Patriots know that LB once talked to Robert Gronkowski at that restaurant that one time. The Patriots know literally everything. And I find it hard to believe that all of Twitter, a bunch of Twitter, me, some dork, knows about this situation with Antonio Brown and Bill Belichick and the Patriots didn't know about it. And I think what happened, what probably happened was, is LB, do we really think that Drew Rosenhaus, has a, who has a good relationship with Bill Belichick, would actually just not omit this information from Bill Belichick? Because he said, he said today that they knew it was coming, we know that. And just by connecting dots, I'm going to say, that I don't think Rosenhaus would taint his relationship with Belichick. And the other evidence I have for this is that today they, Belichick gives a statement. The team gives their statement. Mike Reese actually says that the team is standing with Antonio Brown. That's literally what he said. They're, it's, there's, it's really tense. Um, his locker's down, just right down from Brady. But the team, like it, it really feels like maybe they're rallying around him and they kind of believe what he's saying and they support him, and that's how that's what I feel. And I um I just really think the Patriots. And I'm just speculating here, but maybe they just didn't want to get caught in the the tampering thing, or maybe they didn't want to come to they didn't want to rush a statement at the time last night when all, all this was coming out or whenever it was coming out, and they finally this morning came in and said, um yes we stand with Antonio Brown, and I find it hard to believe after a couple hours that they would they would have this statement. Sheffy said last night he thought that this caught the Patriots by, um, by surprise. Ian Rappaport essentially said the same thing. Not once did anyone say, like, yes, the Patriots were blindsided. 
um, they kind of said, yeah, we think, or yeah, this is kind of what I feel like. But I'm of the opinion that I just really don't think, think there's any way that Drew Rosenhaus would admit this from Bill Belichick. Because, LB, if you're Bill Belichick, I'm Drew Rosenhaus. Hey, uh, LB, you know, I got this guy. He's a really good wide receiver. Would you like to sign him? Would yeah. You like that? Oh, <laughs> yeah, I would like to sign him. Oh, okay, that's cool. Well, he's really good, and he really wants to play for you, and he's really excited. So, uh, yeah, let's do it. Let's make a deal. You ready? Yeah, let's do it. Let's make this deal. Let's make it happen. All right, let's make a deal. 24 hours later, Drew Rosenhaus says that he knew about this. LB, are you still – are you happy with that? I'd be very upset because this is a very sensitive topic, and in a lot of ways the Patriots didn't have the best, you know – off-season optics starting with the Robert Kraft situation, which was totally overblown, of course. Um, but, you know, it, it wasn't a good look or anything like that. You know, then, you know, the, the Chung thing, which, look, honestly, I mean, the whole, the whole, even, yeah, you know, and, you know, and again, I mean, that was another thing where, I mean, somebody had broken into his home. We don't know, you know, it's another thing we don't really know enough about, but, they kind of had an off season where you know a lot of there was a lot of I don't know bad looks I guess you know at least those two things weren't weren't great looks for the team you know for the Patriots to for me to sit here and pretend to you like the New England Patriots the you know they they've surpassed everybody as the team in the NFL I mean I think the Cowboys are the only team that makes more money or is worth more money than them and. You know, that's only because they're the, you know, but I mean, realistically, like, like Stephen A. Smith always says, they're America's team. I mean, whether you love the Patriots, you hate the Patriots, everybody just knows the Patriots are the absolute shit. Everybody knows that Bill Belichick leaves no stone unturned. I mean, there's just no way they weren't aware of this. And sometimes it gets frustrating for me. Um, we talked about it a little bit this morning in our chat there where you almost kind of wish they would be a little bit more truthful about it. You know, maybe they can't be because, you know, the situation, like you said, maybe they were worried that it would come across as, you know, they were tampering or whatever. But but like you said, I mean, from the first second that they picked up the phone and they said, look, we have this great wide receiver available. Do you want to sign him? And to think that Drew Rosenhaus, who is, of course, you know, Gronkowski's agent, many other Patriots um, would sit there and say, you know, and keep that type of information from the team is just kind of silly. I don't believe that he would. It's it's a complicated situation. I mean, there's no way the Patriots weren't aware of this. Whether or not that's a big deal, whether or not them saying they weren't aware of it's a big deal, I'm I'm not sure. I, I guess it's not up for me to decide if it's a big deal or not. But sometimes I, I almost wish that they would have said from the very start, you know, we we stand with Antonio, we support Antonio, because it kind of just it takes some of the pressure off the situation because one one guy actually said last night the Patriots were quote unquote blindsided. I don't I don't know who um, I think it was Evan Lazar that wrote about it and um, he used that word blindsided. I mean I don't know. It's yeah, okay. I I think we can I think uh, we should start from there. Let's unpack that. So there's there's two there's so there's two avenues you can go here, and we'll. One is they were blindsided, which is what you just said. The other one is what we're talking about. And I, I think what probably happened was, and I'm just getting, I'm just guessing by reading all the tea leaves and all the, all the other things that we've read. I'm going to guess that Rosenhaus was like, look, this is happening. Um, I am of the opinion that this, nothing is going to come of this. 
Um, this is we believe um, they believe that Antonio Brown is very innocent and he will not be punished. And even if he was, it would be way down the road, blah, blah, blah. And I think the Patriots went, yeah, OK, sure. You know, Rosenhaus close, close with the Patriots. We'll take your word for it. Um, we'll, we'll believe Antonio Brown. I think that's that's that seems like what they're doing today. They're standing with him. But then there's, there's the other side. And in the other side, if you're saying the Patriots didn't know, which I'm not saying, I, I don't think it's bad that they knew at all. I, I think it's good that they know. They did their homework. They knew, you know, Rosenhaus got in touch. They, they knew what was going on. I mean, like we just said, we're dorks. Everyone on Twitter knew about it. There's, no, there's just no way. But then there's the other avenue. So the other avenue is, let's say the Patriots didn't know. Okay, so I'm going to sit here and believe that the Patriots the smartest organization in ever. We're just unprepared and blindsided about this. And if they truly were, um, that's that's very bad. That's a very bad thing. No, I totally agree with you. No, I totally agree. I mean, if they were blindsided by something that big, I mean, come on. Like, we discussed a little bit beforehand, um, you know, the they've dealt with some pretty big stuff. Uh, they dealt with Aaron Hernandez. I mean, that was a murder. That's as big as it gets. That's a huge deal to have something like that happen on your team. They dealt with that situation. And since then they've had a character coach in house. They've had other things that they've done where they've tried to approach situations more delicately. Um, they've had the, the other stuff happen that probably wasn't really legal related, but like you just said, they're the smartest, they're the smartest organization we've ever seen in any sport ever, whether it's financially, whether it's, just finding players where nobody else looked to find a player, whether it's so many different things that you can point to that just suggest that they're just smarter than everybody else. But yet when it comes to this stuff, they're either incredibly willfully ignorant and they choose to not know or which is not really a good option. You know, do you do you want me to sit here and say, oh, well, they didn't know and be like happy that they choose to not know that stuff? Or do you would you rather say, you know, yeah, they absolutely did know. So it's a, I'm probably not explaining it well, but I think you kind of know what I'm saying. You know, am I supposed to pretend like it's like they really don't know about this stuff? I mean, come on. They, they went through the Hernandez thing and, you know, we all know the Patriots probably knew that Hernandez was kind of a psychopath based on the way, you know, former teammates even used to talk about him. They said, you know, when he first got there, somebody said, you know, he's going to he's going to talk about this. He's going to do certain things that are going to rub you the wrong way. Just ignore it. So everybody knew that guy was a lunatic. Um, when they brought in AB, they did their homework. I mean, there is absolutely no chance that they would bring in a player like Antonio Brown and not be aware of it. Oh, and no. LB, LB. This, can we stop there? They brought in Josh Gordon. Like, they, like they, there's no way they just don't do their homework about that. We know they do. I mean, it's frustrating sometimes, man. I, I know that, like, I've been kind of saying this a little bit, but sometimes I just wish that, you know, they would be more truthful in ways. Why? I don't know. Maybe it just rubs me the wrong way that, like, they choose to say that they don't know stuff. And it's like, come on. So you're either really stupid or you just turn a blind eye to it. I, I mean, those are kind of your two options. And neither option is really great. I mean, truthfully, like you said, they brought in Josh Gordon. And the Browns said, I mean, everybody knew this on Twitter, too. The Browns said they were worried about his sobriety. He was acting funny when he showed up. And that was after he had his injury with the, that he kind of lied about. 
and the Patriots brought him in and they knew every single, there's no chance that they didn't know everything going on with him. I mean, and that doesn't include him doing whatever he was doing. I mean, it's impossible to actually monitor somebody 24 seven and know what they're putting in their body. I would never blame the Patriots for something like that, but they knew his deal. You know what I mean? Um, they knew that this is a guy that could potentially use again at any, at any point. And this, that's, that's something that's impossible to, I mean, there's nothing you can do. You, you can put, if you put somebody who's addicted to drugs in any environment, they, if they want to use badly enough, they absolutely will. And I mean, you can go out and you can get alcohol. You can go out, you can do anything. But the Patriots know their stuff, and I think that's what's made them great for so long. Um, but I guess, you know, we talked about it this morning. I guess that maybe they have to lie about it, right? I mean, is can they really come out, like you said, and, and immediately say, you know, we knew about it and we support them? I, I guess you can't Well, it's just a bad look. I don't think you can, really, because if we remember right, days feel like so long ago now, but a couple, few days ago when, when this happened, all of Twitter wanted the Patriots investigated. All of Twitter wanted to see if the Patriots tampered. And I just really, I just don't think you can. I, I think they're just in you know, a strange position, but now they now they say they stand with Antonio Brown. For now, of course, they said, unless, unless circumstances change and something else happens and the facts present themselves in another way or there's more facts that come out. But right now, it, it looks like the facts are that the Patriots are standing with Antonio Brown. And the team... Like feels very tense, like backing AB team feels like it's a kind of like a win. For, like AB thinks he's very, very innocent and is telling everyone, and it feels like a win for AB year for the players anyway. From what Mike Reese said. So has Brown still not been on any social media as well? Has he still? I think I saw somebody say that he hasn't tweeted or something in like three days. He hasn't. Um. Is that true? Is he still just avoided social media altogether? Yeah, he hasn't been on social media. Pretty crazy. He's listening to everything the Patriots are doing. The Patriots, um, if you remember right, he was supposed to be in the box, and then Bill Belichick and Kraft on, or, and the rest of them shoot him away. He was up there, but not at the game. He was he was zero distraction from the get-go. I don't, I don't foresee him being a problem distraction that way. It seems like right now he's fitting in line and and if he was with the Raiders, he would probably be going psychopath right now. But he's with the Patriots. He's well behaved. Attitude reflects leadership. I think he'll. I think you know, barring any other crazy circumstances where the facts just come out and he's like should be in jail or gets charged with a crime, I think he's going to be a model Patriot for a year. Hey, I hope so. You know, I, I think that he's one of the best wide receivers I've ever seen. I've said in the past, you know, he's on track to be. His numbers speak to themselves. They're just insane. He's on track to just be up there with all, every single all-time great wide receiver. Uh, now he gets to play with Tom Brady. I guess that some of the stuff is kind of crazy. You know, some of the tweets that he's liked about Ben, the tweet that he liked about Mayock. It's, it's hopefully this is a major learning experience for him. And he can look back on this and say, boy, it's time for me to grow up. You know, I did things so poorly. I handled some of these situations so poorly, whether it was on social media, whether it was with things that I said. And he could say, you know, it's really time for me to grow up. And who knows? Maybe this situation actually springboards into him lasting more than one year. I know that sounds crazy, but sometimes things happen in your life where you really start to think like, oh, man, you know, I'm, I'm how old is he now? 30? He'll be 31 next year, I think. All right. 
I mean, he kind of still acts like he's, you know, 16 years old at times. I mean, truthfully, he still acts like he's, he still acts very immature in a lot of ways. I think this is the type of thing that happens that you really grow up from. I mean, I think it would be impossible for him to not grow up from this situation. It could be a life altering thing for him where he really says, you know, like, not only did this happen, but I went to the best organization in sports and they supported me. They rallied around me. This is the place that I want to be in for the rest of my career. And here's how I can go about doing that and making that happen. We'll see. I mean, I know that sounds almost like baffling to think that this type of situation could lead to him lasting here longer. But I, I don't know. I mean, it could be something that changes him in a lot of ways for the better, you know? Yeah, for sure. And that, that would also be really great to see if this turned out to just be a really good story and Antonio Brown got to be with the Patriots again next year and the year after that and became a model citizen. And he, I think the last thing that we talked about before uh, we get into what everyone really just wants to hear, and that's that's why someone told me about Antonio Brown's stance with the, the Patriots and how they may feel about his his status right now. The last thing probably is the video and that's the video that was, I just saw it. I'm sure everyone has, has saw it by now. A video with AB and this girl. And uh, supposedly this is supposed to be, be recent after all of this. And my understanding of the timeline of events is, so AB meets a girl. First, The first incident was supposedly a touching incident. Um, the second incident was the masturbation incident that we talked about before. And then a year passed, and then it was the the sexual, the actual rape occurred, uh, allegedly, allegedly this occurred on the third occasion. And then I think um, from then on out, those were were where the accusations left off. That was the end of them. But then this this video was supposed to be, supposed to have been released, um, I guess, recently. Her, uh, apparently her fiance has deleted all of his social media. And a lot of people think AB and this girl had a relationship, but in my opinion, like I don't know when I don't know when for sure this video came out, so I can't really say when it came out or whenever. But also, it doesn't really to me disprove the fact that this still may have occurred. If I'm if I'm going to be objective about it, the vi- the video could very well be from years ago. It could also be from a month ago. But irregardless, there have been situations where um, maybe someone comes back with someone after they do something really bad to them, and it's just a toxic situation that that's hard to that's hard for a lot of people that just have normal relationships throughout their life to understand. But that it's I'm not saying that ha- that's what happened, but that could also happen. So I can't really say objectively that this video just exonerates AB and um, just to dunk on this chick because of this video, because I think that we can't really do that either. What do you think, LB? I really like what you just said, truthfully. I love what you just said because it's so true, man. I mean, people – I I don't want to get you know too personal about it, but I can – it is very true that people will put themselves in bad situations sometimes out of – for whatever reason, you know, any, any type of thing that maybe they grew up with, but – 
It certainly happens. I mean, there's there's been cases where somebody gets kidnapped and the and you know the the person falls in love with their kidnappers. I mean, it it doesn't make sense. It's crazy. Like you said, I would never look at these videos and say, "Oh boy, he's innocent." Because I mean, maybe they were a couple, but that doesn't mean that he didn't do things that um, she didn't want or approve of. And I'll speak to this on my personal opinion of what I've always felt about the Kobe Bryant situation. Um, I always felt that the evidence kind of supported that the woman was okay to have sexual relations with Kobe Bryant, but he wanted some things that um, she didn't want. Now, it kind of led to him doing things that, you know, she didn't approve of. I mean, all the evidence was there that he did something that he wasn't supposed to. Um all the all the stuff proved it. I mean, if people want to look it up, they can look it up. You know, she had the the cat the busted capillaries in her eyes. She had been choked. You know, stitches in um, certain areas. I don't want to get crazy about it, but I mean, there was always <laughs> stuff there that said that something happened that shouldn't have happened, but it didn't necessarily mean that she didn't want Kobe Bryant. It meant that you know he wanted some things that maybe she didn't want. That stuff absolutely happens too. So I wouldn't want to sit here. I, I, I do hate the fact that, you know, everybody wants to just immediately victim blame because this person might wear a certain jersey. I mean, at this point, we root for laundry, right? I mean, we root for the colors that this person's wearing. I mean, if like you said earlier about Tyreek Hill, uh, you certainly backed off. I know I was still making tons of jokes about it, you know, um, and about the Chiefs organization and stuff. So maybe I was wrong for that. You know, maybe I did jump to conclusions. Maybe I was having some fun with it. I've tried not to jump to too many conclusions about this. This Overall, the situation isn't a pleasant situation. I've said that from the start. I don't find this to be fun. I don't find any of this to be fun, even talking about it necessarily. I mean, it's really not fun to even talk about, if, if you know what I'm saying. Like, is this really something that you woke up saying, no, man, I can't wait to, to jump on this situation and, and talk about this all day. So it kind of sucks, but... You know, like you said, man, people do put themselves in, in situations. You can't necessarily use that to disprove one thing or another. But hopefully, you know, at the end of the day, her mental health is okay from whatever may have happened. And hopefully it didn't actually happen. And you kind of just root for the best situation for all parties involved, I guess, if that makes sense. Yeah, it does make sense. Like, it's a, like, like the Patriots said. They stand with o, with not LB. I also stand with LB, but they stand with AB. And until 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 the situation changes, they're going to stand there and support him. And now I've said on Twitter, like um, supporting someone doesn't necessarily mean you have to defend them. Like I'm sure we all have parents or someone we love that does something that's dumb or straight up wrong, and we don't agree with what they did. But at the end of the day, we kind of support them and like help them get led to the right path again or back to the right path. And so I don't really, def- if I don't re- really not defend an AB definitely, if he did it, definitely not defending them all, just not rushing the conclusions either way. I think that's what you're doing too. And that's, I think that's what everyone should do. Yeah. Overall, the situation sucks. I mean, the situation sucks. It's not a pleasant situation for anybody. I mean, the situation like actually just really sucks because Either it happened or or there's somebody out there who, you know, is doing something bad as well that they're that they're not right to be doing. So, I mean, either way, the situation sucks. It sucks to talk about. It sucks to discuss because there's a lot of sensitive stuff there that come with it. So 
it's definitely not a fun thing to discuss. I don't think anybody necessarily enjoys it, that's for sure. No, definitely not. Also, follow LB on Twitter if you have not. New account, at LBNFL, I believe is his account. Now, yeah, right no more underscore. Twitter? Yeah, no more no more underscore. Now it's just LBNFL. Kind of, you guys know me. I keep getting suspended. It sucks. I don't even know what I did this time, but what can you do? <laughs> That's right. All right. Well, now that we're at the end of the podcast, you know, everyone thought we were just going to drop some news at the beginning, but we did not do that. We, we just went ahead and talked it out because you cowards have to listen to the end or at least be smart enough to scroll through the parts that you need to to find this part, which is um, LB remembers back in May. We actually did break the news that Austin Sverian Jenkins wasn't going to be with the Patriots anymore because we knew that he was um, somewhere else, which was now we know as a mental health facility, which knew at the time reported it. You can Google my, you can tweet search my ASJ tweets if you want. And the reason why I say that is because the same person has told me that, um, you know, the source says that Antonio Brown isn't expected to be put on the exempt list, also not expected to miss any games. He's going to play every game this year. Hey, I mean, that sounds like that sounds good to me. Um, I know that you've certainly nailed other things as well, uh, like the Maurice Harris signing. You called that one about a month ahead of time, which. By the way, I, I kind of feel still feel bad that that didn't work out because I actually kind of liked him. But that's what we want to hear, man. I mean, if, if it's going to be non-exempt, obviously um, they believe something either doesn't add up or there's not enough evidence to support one thing or another. And to, to get at that a little bit, um, I feel like it would be an unfair situation to put him on the exempt list because, I mean, this is somebody's life we're talking about. And if if he truly didn't do that type of thing, and that's like a really serious thing to be accused of and to miss time out of your life that you'll never get back, you know, to see him miss time for something that maybe he didn't do would seriously be really crappy. So I think they should let the legal situation play out. I think that most people would agree. And one thing I was very consistent about, even with Tyreek Hill, and you might remember discussing this, but I said all along, in regards to Tyree Kill, everybody was freaking out, saying Tyree Kill's not going to miss any games, but or Tyree Kill's not suspended, but Josh Gordon's suspended, blah, 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 blah. And I kept saying, you know, you just got to let it play out, though. At the same time, you know, you got to understand Tyree Kill's situation is going to – they're investigating. It's all going through the, the certain channels, same as Josh Gordon, and that they weren't related situations. They were both very different situations. So I feel like that exempt list would be – honestly, I feel like it would be bullcrap because – you can't sit here and tell me that this civil thing, you know, proves that he did something and that he deserves to miss time for something like that. If it comes out to be true, suspend him for life. I don't care. Do you know what I mean? I mean, if it was true, would you have any issue with him being suspended for the rest of his life? You know? Yeah, no, absolutely not. But the, now just to play devil's advocate, and I, I say devil because I'm about to be Roger Goodell for a second. So I'm Roger Goodell. You're Bill Belichick. I've already been Drew Rosenhaus today, so I'm probably the worst people, the most scum of the earth now that I'm Roger Goodell. <laughs> but okay, so I'm Roger Goodell. Look, Bill, we've got you've got this organization, this ultraviolet organization, talking about women's rights. They want you to cut them. We don't we don't think you should cut them, but we're trying to investigate, and you know. I don't know, Bill. It's it's going to be a really bad look for Antonio Brown to be out there and playing, and everyone's going to be complaining about it. All the other fan bases, we know how 
we know just how how toxic and poisonous the rest of the 31 franchises were when, when you guys signed Antonio Brown. But now, you know, we're probably not going to suspend him. We're going to investigate. But for now, for optics, let's put him on the exempt list, Bill. I would probably – boy, that's a tough one. I mean – because you know how Bill is. Bill doesn't give a crap what the league tells him to do. I swear, like, he does things – or maybe let's say that the league says we want you to give him a de facto, you know, you're not going to play him. We're not going to put him on the exempt list, but you're not going to play him either, right? I mean, what? It, almost like a wink, wink, nod, nod. But we heard that before with Tom Brady and Kraft – or Kraft and Goodell when it regards to Brady. People said, oh, he's not going to suspend him. It's going to be a wink, wink, nod, nod, you know. And, of course, Brady ended up getting four games, so it didn't really matter. Um, I mean, if the league said they were going to put him on the exempt list, uh, I mean, what do you what do? You do? What, if you're Belichick, what do you do? I mean, you can't – I heard people say there would be tons of backlash, but, like, what would the backlash be? People would be mad on Twitter? I mean, what what's the backlash exactly? Tom Brady got suspended four games for something that, you know, the first judge said he thought was bullcrap, and then – I, I don't understand what the backlash would be. I mean, I, I feel like the NFL can kind of just do whatever they want. I mean, yeah, isn't that yeah. kind of proven at this point? Yeah, they, that's the that's the thing. They can do whatever they want, and they set they kind of set their own precedent. They can do whatever they want, but I think it's a little different now because you had the Zeke Elliott situation where the guy got suspended with no criminal charges, I think, being filed at all. And Jerry Jones was really upset about this. Jerry Jones wanted to fight Roger Goodell. There was that was a big thing. If everyone, anyone remembers, Jerry Jones was extremely angry at, at Roger Goodell, and a lot of people think a lot of people think that this had a big big play to do with in a Tyree Kill situation, as as in they kind of looked at the facts and and didn't just you know slam them first and then check later. They just kind of looked at the facts and a lot of people think they let him off easy, but they let him at the end of the day they let him go. They didn't put him on the exempt list. The Chiefs. The Chiefs did. They didn't. Let, they didn't allow him. They didn't put on the exempt list, but they didn't allow him to practice. They suspended him from activities. But the Patriots didn't do that, and and so I don't really know. You know, if he's on the exempt list, you know, we're gonna cry about it, obviously. But there's not much you can do. But it's to me, it's a civil. It's right now, it's a civil thing. All the all the um, all the other avenues, the the police. And the, and the rest of the Fed, I guess the feds are investigating, doing the lawsuit too. But it just it just really it's just a really tricky situation because if you're a league, if you're the league, it's going to be horrible PR for you from 31, maybe 30 franchises of putting or allowing Antonio Brown to just play. But also, what do you do because you put him on the exempt list, then Antonio Brown gets convicted in the court of public opinion, and you know that hurts his that hurts his business that hurt that hurt his career that hurts the Patriots' career. You know, I just it's a really tough situation. I think at the end of the day they don't put him on the exempt list and he plays a Sunday in Miami and they kick it down they, the most likely situation they just kick it down the road until it's solved. And that's my thing. I'll be is right now you have a you have a federal judge. Uh, apparently, that's my that's my interpretation of the situation. You have a federal judge who's overseeing this lawsuit right now in Florida, and in my opinion, it would be really bad op- optics to be like, yeah, we're ruling based on what the NFL is ruling, and our ruling comes within two weeks, or we're doing an investigation, and we're putting on the exempt list, and, and then you rule 
your investigation before the Fed, the, the federal judge does, who probably will do it in 12 to 18 months, maybe longer, maybe shorter, but probably a lot longer after the season. It just, it, it, that would be a bad look to me. Like it, it just really, that would be the bad look to me. Oh, it's an excellent point. I mean, you can't take in like, you, you and what, I'm sorry. What I'm, what I really meant was, was like, if you put them on the exempt list and investigate, and you have an investigation. How long is this investigation going to last? Is it going to last longer than the federal judge's investigation and the, and the other investigation? Is it going to last three weeks, four weeks? Like, there's no way he can be just, they're just going to place him on the exempt list to rot. Like, I don't believe that either. I don't see how they can. I mean, this is the NFL, of course. We've seen him do some crap. I mean, we saw Ben Roethlisberger get suspended. I think it started off as eight games. It might have been bumped down to six. And... He was never, you know, he was never charged with anything. Um, we saw Ezekiel Elliott, as you just said, we saw him miss games. And he was, he was never, again, he was never charged with anything. Boy, you just never know with the NFL. I've said this consistently, and I know others have as well, that this new CBA, you know, this lockout kind of looming over things. People think Goodell is backing off a little bit. He's trying to kind of make nice with the Players Association. We saw Gordon not not serve any additional games, and if we're being honest, Josh Gordon could have been suspended for the rest of his life. The NFL yeah. chose to go that route. Yeah. You know, they yeah. could have suspended him for life. Uh, we saw the situation with Hill. Hill had, has had a past incident in his lifetime where he was suspended. And I'm sorry, you know, all, all that stuff happened in college with his pregnant girlfriend and everything like that. Yeah, granted, it was college, but let's not forget they suspended Terrell Pryor for getting tattoos in college. I mean... There's certain LB, things that LB, just that's a, that's a great point you just made about Josh Gordon LB. The league could have just put the hammer down on Josh Gordon. They could have been like, "Look, you messed up 1 million times. This is your 1 millionth and one's chance. No thank you, Josh Gordon. Goodbye." They could have done that. They did not do that. And I think that's really important to also know, which is what you just said. And Tyree Kill, I mean, if they had wanted to suspend him when he first got into the league, they could have. They chose not to. Certainly when this second incident came up with him, they could have said, look, this is the second black mark that you put on our on our, on our our shield, as they call it. You're done, dude. You're going to sit six games. Or you're going to sit eight games. You're going to sit four games. Whatever. They could have gone that route with him. It seems like they're trying to kind of play nice right now with the Players Association. So I guess that we'll see if that factors into all this, which it, I feel like it may. Which is either for better or worse, depending on, you know, Antonio Brown's innocence, of course. You know, if, if he did this, of course, I don't think anybody has any issue. I mean, I, I would imagine he would never play ever again. I mean, but it's so impossible to prove. Like you said earlier, too, I would love to see if there is actual audio out there from this woman who he was talking to on Instagram. And we saw all those messages. I would love to see if there's anything out there like that that could really prove his innocence. Because these types of things, they're impossible to get over. Um for any for any man, I mean, we've seen a few football players be accused of these things and have their lives ruined over it. Um, certainly that there are times when, you know, these guys deserve to have their lives ruined over it because it's a friggin horrible thing that you can do. Um, but, you know, if I would love for there to actually be evidence out there to just truly exonerate him so that we could feel confident in saying, you know, we really believe that this didn't happen because at the end of the day, we do root for laundry and I would feel much better about rooting for an Antonio Brown touchdown. You know, if I could seriously sit here and look at you and say, look, I'm, 
I'm like 99% positive he didn't do this, if that makes sense. On both sides, it's a really bad thing if Antonio Brown did this to this girl. But it's also a really bad thing if this girl did this to Antonio Brown. And that's just the way it is. That's, uh, that's objectively true, whether you like it or not. And I'm glad we just talked this out with level heads. Everyone listening. We each other. And um, we, we pretty much, I think we laid it all out there. Yeah, I totally agree. I mean, I, it's a tricky situation to discuss. I think that everybody should want, always want the actual outcome to be the real outcome and what really happened and everything's like that. So hopefully he's innocent and hopefully, you know, the the right situation and the right um, ending occurs. Yeah, I certainly hope so too, LB. For both parties, I hope, I hope justice, justice prevails. So LB, thanks for coming on. It was good to talk to you and we're also going to be previewing the Miami Dolphins podcast because the Patriots also do this thing during the week, and that's the thing where they play football and beat, beat everyone's ass at it. That's probably my favorite thing that they do because some of this other stuff actually starts to get kind of crappy to talk about. And, you know, I'd much rather be talking about the actual games. Uh, you know, I, I really, of course, with Miami, you just never know. I mean, they, they just they just let up 59 points to the Ravens, so... Hopefully the Patriots are getting ready to drop like 69 points on them. We're Rob Gronkowski. Oh, yes, we love it. All right, LB, great talking to you, buddy. I'll talk to you later and see you later, my guy. Always good, man. Thank you for having me on. Uh, have a great day, Bryson. You too, my man.